Executive Briefings Politics and Economy Indo-US Relations by Adit Jain The historical weight of a relationship enveloped in animosity and mistrust took over two decades to reset. The first indications of change appeared in the wake of 1991-93 economic reforms undertaken by India's then-Prime Minister P.V. Narsama Rao. The American administration, perhaps with justification, assumed that India was on the verge of shedding its inward-looking policies and sought to join the international community as a free market economy. America's interest began to grow as something interesting appeared to be happening out there. It was only a decade later that things really began to turn. In the early 1960s and 1970s, specifically during the era of Nixon administration, India was viewed in Washington as firmly allied with the Soviet Union. As a founding member of the non-aligned movement, it joined a sizable community of developing countries that claimed to follow the middle ground, but, for all practical purposes, was viewed by Western nations as being in close partnership with Russia and its allied Eastern Bloc. India's position was pushed perhaps by the fact that America had lent economic and military support to Pakistan during the 1965 and 1971 wars. Subsequently, during the Vajpayee government and following the explosion of a nuclear device and the imposition of sanctions by the US that ensued, a serious engagement to resolve differences really began. The discussion between India's then-Foreign Minister, Jaswan Singh, and America's Assistant Secretary of State, Strobe Talbot, ultimately resulted in the signing of a nuclear treaty that accepted India as a nuclear power. However, the big change took place under the presidency of George W. Bush, who made every effort to ensure progress on several bilateral issues. He had remarked, Often overlooked in our strategic calculations is the great land which rests at the south of Eurasia. This coming century will see democratic India's arrival as a force in the world. When history was written, it will clearly state, beyond any shadow of doubt, that President Bush was perhaps the closest friend India has ever had in the White House. President Barack Obama, a progressive left-leaning Democrat, was ideologically suspicious about India during his initial days, but later reversed his stance and accepted to be the chief guest at India's Republic Day celebration. The first for any American president Mr. Obama went further by declaring India as a major defence partner, which enabled the export of technology and weapons. The Trump administration took this process further by placing India at Strategic Trade Authorization Level 1 for technological releases, at the same position as America's closest allies. His pivot to Asia and America's shifting focus toward Indo-Pacific reactivated the Quad a community comprising of Japan, Australia, India and US to focus on regional security. However, the biggest change in the Indo-US relations has been under the Prime Ministership of Narendra Modi. If things go according to plan, these relations may be the defining partnership of the 21st century. Joe Biden, in a previous incarnation as the chairman of the Senate's Foreign Relations Committee in 2006, had declared, my dream is that, in 2020, the two closest nations in the world will be India and the USA. 
If this occurs, the world will be safer. As things transpired, and luck would have it, Mr. Biden is now the President of America and seems to have stuck to his earlier instincts. Mr. Modi's recent state visit to the US involved several game-changing agreements. He was hosted by President Biden at a state banquet at the White House and invited to address a joint session of Congress. This is an honour rarely offered to visiting heads of state, which very few people of the likes of Winston Churchill and Nelson Mandela have received. In the polarised atmosphere that exists in America today, there are only two issues that both houses of the US Congress agree upon. One of them is partnership with India, the other is in their dealings with China. There are five key drivers to Indo-US relations. Most significant among them is India's powerful diaspora comprising strong lobbies with influence and wealth. Several Indian-Americans now hold critical positions in the administration and Congress, and the head of some America's largest corporations. Mr. Modi has shrewdly exploited this to India's advantage. The ability to lobby Congress and seek its support in amending legislation that could serve as an impediment, for instance, toward the export of sophisticated technology or the supply of the latest weapons, can hinder the efforts of the administration to take the relationship forward. In India's case, both the Congress and the White House appear to be closely aligned. Second, India's rising economic clout and the fact that it is one of the world's largest economies is a reality hard to ignore. By 2030, India will be the world's third-largest economy and contribute to around 15-20% to of global growth. It will create new market opportunities each year that will be larger than of Germany, Japan and the UK put together. As China's growth begins to plateau and Western democracy begins to age, growth will only stem out of emerging markets and India is highly placed in this pecking order. Third, several multinational corporations are now understandably wary of China and have started shifting their focus towards other markets. For instance, Apple now makes 10% of its phones in India. As Tim Cook, its CEO, appropriately observed, the dynamism in the market, the vibrancy is unbelievable. India is at its tipping point. Moreover, global supply chains that are currently China-dependent are being de-risked with several companies scouting for competitive manufacturing destinations. India provides a possibility. Fourth, from the view of the American-led Western alliance, India is indispensable towards military stability within the Indo-Pacific. The American-led effort to counter China's assertiveness is perceived in Washington as possible only with India firmly on its side. India's partnership is consequently considered essential to retain Western influence in Asia to prevent the rise of the Russia-China axis. Finally, Mr. Modi's domestic popularity rating at 87% brings with it the credibility of leadership of the world's largest democracy. Domestic standing plays an important role in the global geopolitics. Several initiatives prove platforms for engagement in further strengthening the bilateral deal. Amongst them is India's membership of the Quad, a sort of security alliance that encompasses the US, Japan, Australia and India. Its members conduct regular maritime drills in the Indian Ocean, in sensitive waters including the Straits of Malacca. Second, the Clean Energy Agenda Partnership in 2030, an engagement between India and the US, 
seeks to mobilize finance, accelerate clean energy deployment, innovative technologies, and build capacities to address climate-related risks. Third, the Indo-US Initiative on Critical Technology represents a significant step towards participation in the field of advanced technology, artificial intelligence, quantum computers, and 6G communications. It also includes sensitive industries such as space, defense, semiconductors, rare earth metals, and advanced materials. Finally, I2U2 is a four-nation pact including UAE, Israel, USA, and India. This is basically about projects that would enhance infrastructure and connectivity in the Gulf region. However, stopping everything is a bilateral focus on the defense partnership. America's single most important offer in recent times is a roadmap for defense industrial cooperation covering technologies in areas such as air combat, armored vehicles, and ISR, intelligence, surveillance, and recognizance. Through one plank of this platform, India is expected to manufacture under license General Electric's F414 jet engines, which are used in the F-14 Super Hornet and the Swedish Saab JAS-39 Dragon. Most recently, India's face in Russia has ebbed, following its proximity to China. Besides, sanctions on Russia have made the supply of military hardware spares increasingly difficult. This places India in a quandary as the bulk of its defence hardware is of Russian origin, a legacy of the past. So, where does India stand in the context of its stated foreign policy? Is it truly a partner in the Western alliance or simply accepting America's outreach as an economic opportunity? This is the question that strategic analysts are beginning to ask. The way India sees the world is through an explicit commitment to multipolarity and not a Cold War-style duality. This involves engagement with multiple partners, albeit at varying extents. Consequently, relations with Russia will continue, although at different levels, to what they might have historically been. India's Foreign Minister, Dr. S. J. Shankar, has been explicit in his observation that India's foreign policy will be based entirely on strategic Indian interests. As a former British Prime Minister, Lord Palmerton so aptly put it, in international affairs, nations have no permanent friends or permanent enemies, only permanent interests. India's foreign office seems to flow with this mantra. The import of oil from Russia against the wishes of European democracies or indeed the acquisition of long-range missiles from Russia, despite American misgivings, are clear examples of this principle. What is remarkable, however, is the fact that Despite demonstrating an independent line and avoiding explicit choices, India has managed to keep the Americans on its side. This has happened because New Delhi has convincingly explained that in the final count, the interests of the US and India converge on more fronts than they differ. Fortunately, the perceived indispensability of the Indian partnership from Washington's point of view is so paramount that differences in certain areas may be allowed to be overlooked. The real shift in international affairs has been from taking the moral high ground of the Nehruvian days to a more realistic position in self-interest. India's economy cries has brought it to the centre of global affairs. Consequently, whilst New Delhi will pursue a strategy of slacker multipolar alliances, its partnership with America 
can, going forward, become the defining approach. Oh.